So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Eric from Heart Attack, man. And we're going to ask him some questions today about their upcoming EP, Thoughts and Prayers. I'm going to start, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to everything so far? Uh, I feel really good about it. I'm, like, the response to Pitch Black has been awesome, and the uh, accompanying music video. So thanks to everyone who's been checking that out and sharing it and everything it's like the best uh, single of ours has been received so i'm really hyped did it yeah. break 100k streams yet um i think so hell yeah as it should Congrats. it's a banger yeah it's so, like a, it, it, this morning it was at like 99 god damn oh i'm pretty sure it broke it then yeah yeah, yeah that's huge that's uh, yeah, huge. I was, uh, yeah I'm, I'm this is like very exciting as you should be uh, so is there any meaning behind the ep name or cover art um yes <laughs> would you like to tell us Elaborate. the meaning um yeah I, like really um with thoughts and prayers i mean that's the the title track it's the second track of the ep um i mean really without without giving too much away of it um we just kind of wanted to play off the imagery um just m more of like a semi religious imagery mm -hmm. and the cover art that you know that we uh that we did like i don't know i wanted to do something very stark and like immediately sort of it just our album covers and any anything we've done, it's normally pretty simple. And I just want to keep it straightforward and very just kind of like striking. Mm -hmm. But um, really just the ideas that play with that was kind of just um, riffing off of the title track. And, uh, and really just in that song, it's just kind of, I don't know, taking, taking on the idea of the whole thoughts and prayers sentiment it's like kind of just a cop out and just like saying saying something but not really not really caring or like mm -hmm. uh, things that it's just geez did that did that uh did you hear that yes <laughs> yeah it's all right. good I, it's all good man my alarm went off mid-interview before so like it's Bro, all good, all good. No i don't know how, yeah. i don't know how i'm i'm I don't know how to like turn it off on. I just hope no one texts me. Um, today is one of those days where like getting notifications of any kind is, is just like been so frustrating for me. Cause like mm -hmm. I, uh, I had, I had two guys uh, quit on me at work and just have just been like very, uh, very backed up and busy and mm -hmm. so i'm just like man this this sucks but we're going on tour in less than a month so that'll be fun but, yeah. yeah that's um, exciting yeah, i have tickets so to the like, jersey date i'll see you there oh hell yeah <laughs> but so um really with like the title track and the idea with the ep is is just kind of like it, it's not it it's like that's not you know that's not the uh what I talked about with the the sentiment behind thoughts and prayers. It's not like, not like the entire EP is about that, but really, you know, the title track was, I feel like that title track is sort of our biggest departure from how we've, uh, it's like our biggest departure from how we've traditionally sounded mm -hmm. and, um, and like bringing in all kinds of new influences. So for me, that was kind of like, it made sense to go with that as the title track and to kind of like riff off of that because, you know, I feel like it's introducing the most um, new energy into our sound. And so really that's just that song in a general sense is just kind of like about, um, I don't know, this expression of thoughts and prayers that like, we hear and see people saying all the time but it's like it doesn't you know does it what does it actually mean like, mm -hmm. really amount to anything or is it just like just sounds nice yeah and it's a lot, just a, a cop-out yeah it's just a cop-out and people people just like to hear the nice things you know it's mm -hmm. like people don't want to hear uncomfortable shit or be like or 
or for people to be straight up about something it's like if something horrendous happens and someone's like oh my thoughts and thoughts and prayers it's like what you know it's like there's not some things you just can't do anything about and Mm -hmm. are kind of just out of out of your control but like people that like are in control and can like do shit it's just kind of a cop-out and it's like people don't want to hear like people want to just hear like the nice uh the nice thing to say the sort of you know very uh in a general sense like politically correct thing to say that's like Mm -hmm. oh it's like this is you're checking all the boxes like okay this will be good this this satisfies but like it doesn't actually do anything no exactly it's just like people as you said people who actually have the power to actually do something they just put thoughts and prayers and they're like okay that's good for today that's all i have to do yeah it's like hashtag activism you know it's exactly yeah yeah Yeah. it's enough Um, activism done for today yeah exactly it's like okay i've i've done i've done the thing and Mm -hmm. i don't know i I did my part I, i i think there's you know that's not to discredit anyone who um I don't know, like people who are super into activism that are like primarily online, you know, but mm-hmm. like at a, at, at a certain point, it's like, I mean, and, and, you know, I'm not saying this as if I'm some kind of activist, but like, it's very easy to just, uh, it's, it's very easy to fall into complacency. I feel when like, mm-hmm. when everything's just kind of rhetorical and not, um, when there's like when people aren't actually doing shit like mm-hmm. in in the real world yeah obviously that affects things in the real world but like i don't know <laughs> fair enough yeah completely um, agree i have two things first of all on the topic of tour puke better open the set i'm just saying See, i i i wanted to uh open with puke and but i like the ep is coming out um the EP's coming out the second day of tour. So mm-hmm. like, you know, at first I wanted to play more of the EP, but since it's coming out on the tour, I was like, yeah, we should probably just play like a couple songs on it and mix in a bunch of old stuff too. You know, okay. because there are a lot there are a lot of people that haven't seen us in, you know, a year and a half. Or and mm-hmm. a lot of people haven't seen us since like last november because the tour that we did with knuckle puck was like a lot of those shows were sold out before we were announced as support mm-hmm. so like there were plenty of our fans that like did not get to see us on it haven't seen us since 2019 so like yeah you know i was like I, as much as i want to just play new shit it's like we we got to play we got to play old stuff too and uh I don't know not not just have it be the new ep but mm-hmm. i do I, when uh when the ep's out for a bit and um when we tour in the spring i can't uh or i'm not i mean i can say it but i'm not going to yet but okay. when we tour in the spring um details of which will be revealed in due time okay when we when we tour in the spring I uh, I think puke would be a very good opener. I agree. Okay, good. And good. I know that there's a lot of meaning behind the EP name and the cover art and everything, but when you guys had announced it with that EP cover art, I thought it was a joke. I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest, just mm-hmm. because yeah, like yeah. it doesn't line up with the previous things you've done, as you as you said. I just like mm-hmm. I thought you were shit posting. Wait, what of this like the the album art? Yeah, yeah, the, the album, album art and EP the name. name. Yeah, yeah, with the Z's, yeah. it's yeah, it yeah, caught it, us it, off it, guard. It, yeah it's it's kind of uh well the re- the reason i wanted to do i don't know i mean really like there's with the z's for mm-hmm. thoughts thoughts and prayers <laughs> um really i just like it's such it's kind you know as we said it's kind of just like this generic phrase that we we've all heard you know a million times before but like i didn't the reason i wanted to do the z's was so that it was like more easily searchable and it kind of you know what it wouldn't just be like oh looking up thoughts and prayers ep or something you know like Mm -hmm. i wanted to like distinguish it it says there's no real like deep meaning behind the z's Mm -hmm. i just wanted to stylize it a little differently but um but yeah i don't know It, it does sound i i feel like in true heart attack man fashion you know it's like the 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 
EP art is is kind of ridiculous in a very simple sense and mm -hmm. the the combination of the EP name it definitely uh I don't know like I feel like we could have posted that and then I could have posted been like psych here's the real artwork you know <laughs> yeah. yeah in the real yeah. name like so yeah no but you know that's 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 uh our world you know I'm a very unreliable narrator I've I've made that much clear uh over the years that you know you don't know what's what's meme and what is yeah i'd real. actually like to bring that up there's for everybody listening there's an interview that was never put out with heart attack man that we recorded back last june you had announced yeah. that you guys were putting out a new song the night beforehand and it was mm -hmm. it was some shit post song you got us real uh -huh. fucking good with it was that the, it was the the note notepad apology the notes app apology, yeah, notes song. App apology. That, yeah. that segment of that interview haunts me to this day because the next day you announced a shit post. Yeah. I felt yeah. like such an idiot. Yeah. And you like smirked mm -hmm. when you were telling us about it. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. like this fucker. I was just in, I was in full troll mode. <laughs> yeah. Christ. I was um, in rare form. So can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Um, basically, it's, it's, it's kind of been all over. Well, the, okay. Getting to the, the, the actual writing process of it. Really, I just... Uh, I don't know. I will just the I'll go I'll go times where I like do not write anything for like months, weeks or months, whatever. Like I I I'm not like super prolific. Um and hats off to anyone that is very prolific, but I don't know. Like the I feel like the older I get, the like I will, you know, I'm, will still come up with ideas, but like, I got other shit going on and it's like, I kind of like, it's kind of a little more spread out, but like, I feel like I work more intently on, it's like, I'll have fewer ideas, but more of them are kind of becoming fully developed, you know? So it's like mm -hmm. before, like you know, maybe like a couple years ago, I would write a lot more songs, but I would, it would be like half ideas and it'd just be this compilation of like, voice memos and stuff <clears throat> sorry but um but yeah so like the writing process for this I really just wanted to kind of every step that we've taken as a band basically I've it's just all kind of like th my thought process behind it is like taking taking a step and then the next step making making that step or the next step after that everything about like take the first step that you took mm -hmm. and then multiply it in the next one maybe not in terms of like quantity song wise necessarily but like take the best elements of this the previous step that you took mm -hmm. take those best of elements and condense them and then like make either make them better or if it's gotten to a point where I feel like I've made them the best I can then introduce new elements and kind of like change them up so it's all been this kind of like cycle for me where it's like all just really stems back to like the the very first recordings that you know I released before we even had a full band and just mm -hmm. like one step at a time really just building on that and I feel like a lot of it's just been you know for us it's been a lot of just kind of natural uh, naturally sort of like rising momentum where it's like every step of the way we've you know gained traction gained momentum but it like has never been anything that has been too much for us to handle or anything that we weren't like that we haven't adjusted to mm -hmm. but the writing process for to, to I guess to actually answer your question um, the writing process for this EP has really just been kind of taking my favorite elements of fake blood and like the elements that I thought were the best and kind of just like really refining them and then also you know there there are definitely some there are new qualities being introduced into this EP that I feel like will uh kind of surprise people but mm -hmm. it's like these new elements are still employing old sort of ideas and kind of signature ideas in a way like things that I do in like little things that I do in 
every song that we write that are that are just kind of like what make the song feel complete to me so like Mm -hmm. the little things that I do um kind of still applying those to these new ideas but it's uh I don't know it's been it's been an interesting process because like we started recording it last year and it's like we didn't we didn't record it all at once we kind of recorded it in bits and pieces um but overall I'm very happy with it I'm very like I'm very happy with the songwriting overall and I mean not to like toot my own horn but I think what I'm happy happiest with most is just like my voice um becoming stronger and Mm -hmm. like having more control over my voice and I don't know this is like the happiest I've been with how not not right now just my talking voice but just like my singing (laughs) voice and yeah like I feel like as a performer I am uh the happiest I've been with how my voice sounds so and it's it's definitely like a bit further up and or higher up in the in the mix too so it's like you know with I mean pitch black is like a high intensity song and the vocal mix is it's definitely up there a bit more and kind of in your face Mm -hmm. definitely definitely and as a uh, listener of just heart attack man in general I did notice that you're you've become a lot stronger with your voice and I I love it and I love seeing the progress and you're doing amazing this EP we actually got an advance of the EP so everything sounds amazing Thank you. And yeah, you guys are doing great, honestly. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. Oh man, um, I'd say I'd have to go with. Um, I think that the lyrics to Leap Year are mm-hmm. like some of my favorite lyrics I've ever written. Um, I'd say the chorus. The chorus of that song is like. I think lyrically my favorite chorus I've ever written. And I don't, I, I don't want to like, I mean, I've tweeted lyrics and shit before, but I don't know. I, I like, it's, I feel like it's going to be hard to like fully explain until it's out, but it's like mm-hmm. really just like the, the lyrics in that song, just the, how um, the rhyme scheme and everything, how like that song I really I don't know I I really like how first off like what I am saying and what I'm communicating but also like the way that it all lines up and Mm -hmm. I will like rhyme whole bars in that song and like at the chorus to you know especially um so and just the way that it all flows and the melody and everything how it all just comes together like I'd say that's my favorite song lyrically especially at the chorus Mm -hmm. Uh perfect uh, so how'd the track list for the EP come about? Did you write the opener be the opener, closer to be the closer, or did you just kind of shuffle it around and say that's good? Uh, it, so I, that's a good question. I was, uh, so Puke, I knew from the start I wanted that to be the opener, and I like wrote it with mm-hmm. the intention of it being like the intro song. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that's all good. Uh, yeah, I wrote that with the intention of it being the intro song but I didn't know the rest of it I was just kind of like okay this is a cool starting point and mm-hmm. then as it all came together it's like it goes puke thoughts and prayers cool to me pitch black leap year and the way that as we you know kind of decided on this batch of songs the way that it's arranged now is kind of like okay it's the EP is like front loaded with the heavier stuff new elements being introduced Mm -hmm. and it's like puke and thoughts and prayers are definitely like our heaviest songs yet and then cool to me is kind of like this weird like you know it's like the weird groovy middle ground like uh, like uh, it's it's kind of heavy but more so just kind of like we actually uh the drums for that song are just like a loop so it's like we Mm -hmm. you know adam recorded his drums for it but it's like we recorded like a, a measure of that and then just like looped it and so um that's like something that we haven't haven't really done before which was interesting and i think it sounds really cool we wanted to go for like a more sort of like dronier like repetitive feel with it but yeah. like so that song is kind of like the middle point where it's like you know kind still kind of heavy and there's still some like aggression there but like it's it's kind of blending into the back half of the ep which is you know like the more of the sing-along songs that are kind of like a little bit more in the vein of like 
styles that we've kind of already done before, but I feel like we're doing the best we have now in terms of like, cause pitch black is like my favorite chorus that I've ever written. And then like leap year as a song, the song as a whole structure wise is just my favorite in terms of how it's laid out and structured and everything and how it flows. Mm -hmm. So like, but those songs are a bit more reminiscent of, you know, a little bit more reminiscent of stuff we've done before. It kind of made more sense to, you know, release pitch black first. Cause it's like, okay, this is familiar enough for people that already, that, already like us but it's like kind of you know indicating it's moving in a new direction Mm -hmm. a little bit so um speaking about uh cool to me i feel like that's the most like lyrically heavy song on the out on the ep because that like my jaw hit the floor when the chorus kicked in because i was like that's just not a topic i was expecting you guys to tackle on the ep Mm -hmm. yeah no it is uh it's very um i'm like it's i'm so to to uh to the listeners out there um i'd say like it's it's kind of well i've i feel like it's kind of like the natural development for like you know we did on fake blood we had cut my losses which is like very you know kind of heavy and and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and no tap apology was kind of like a you know a in a similar vein like in that it was uncomfortable but a bit more lighthearted mm-hmm. uh which you know there 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 are plenty of people that i've talked to that like really appreciated that song and like really enjoyed that and plenty of people that did not appreciate that and did not enjoy that so it's like i under you know i understand uh that it's like an uncomfortable subject matter mm-hmm. um but so you know th- i'd say cool to me is kind of like the logical next step of that where it's like you know a bit more serious and more uh it's it's very uncomfortable it's very like just kind of like uh the like i was saying you know just kind of those things it's like you know it's not comfortable to hear but it's like i i want to talk about this shit because like i don't know it's like people talk about it all day but it's like what what actually gets laid down what are people actually putting out in it you know you can talk about stuff all day but it's like uh i i don't know i don't i think i wanted to write a song about it and like talk about what what is addressed more particularly and it's like the it's kind of like i mean really to sum it all up it's like it's an attitude that you know growing up um i've just i feel like i've encountered it so many times it's like to sum it all up basically the song is just kind of tackling this mentality of like you know if you're talking about someone who has done in a vague sense someone who has done like horrendous things to someone else mm-hmm. and you're talking about that with a, another person and that person is like oh that's that's weird that like the the whole thing kind of arose from this like repeated refrain of like oh that's weird that you know so and so did that because they've always been cool to me like Mm -hmm. like that isn't that doesn't it's not mutually exclusive like they can still be nice to you and Mm -hmm. simultaneously do horrible shit to other people it's like you know the human condition is not a standardized thing it's not like oh this person is nice so they are nice to literally everyone and like people are complex as hell and like people are can also be terrible you know it's like people can be really nice put on a nice face for certain for certain people and be terrible to other people Mm -hmm. and really like it's particularly tackling that idea of like you know it's it's really just you know kind of just from this perspective of someone who's like uh who's like saying this like oh that's weird that like you know so and so did this because they've always been cool to me it's like it just doesn't add up it doesn't that doesn't mean it doesn't mean shit at the end of the day and it's yeah. like it's particularly about you know is deeply coincidental kind of um because like as we were recording that song the, the this dude from around here that i you know grew up knowing and over time grew apart from just because of hearing all kinds of shit over the years i'm like i like you know don't want anything to do with this dude and just kind of like 
establishing a distance and being like, you know, I, I, I don't fuck with this dude. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it, uh, coincidentally enough, it's like, you know, that, that attitude I'd seen, uh, so rampant with like this dude in particular, it's like anyone I would talk to about that would be like, Oh, that's weird. Like he, he's always been cool to me. It's like, okay. But like, yeah. uh, but then as we were recording that song, it's like shit hit the fan with this dude. And like so many, so many women came forward online about horrendous things that he has done over, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of a, like a decade, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it was like the floodgates open and I was like, Holy fucking shit. Like, and the th- whole thing is like the whole time I'm like, I never knew of anything concretely that was like, I knew someone personally that I could go to, to verify, you know, I'd be like, someone that I knew that had been like victimized by this dude and like so I was like it was kind of one of those like where there's smoke there's fire type of situations where I'm like I don't know anyone personally that like has confided shit in me about this individual Mm -hmm. to where I could you know and it and even at that it wouldn't be in my place to be like bringing that shit to light you know I mean if if someone's confiding that me I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna like make this a public matter now you know, it's like, that's, I, it, it was always just kind of one of those things. I'm like, okay, like, I don't know. I don't know uh, if any of this to be 100% verifiably true because I don't, can't, you know, I don't know anyone, uh, anyone personally, but like, it's just one of those things like over the years, more and more things, I just kept hearing things and hearing things. I'm like, man, like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is just bad news. Like, yeah. and uh, this, and lo and behold it's like this floodgate opens i'm like damn like it it was a it was a very uh very fucked up revelation just everything coming out i was like damn this is this is fucked and uh Mm -hmm. i don't know really just kind of like the basis of that song i feel like i'm just kind of rambling at this point but i mean really just that song is like more or less just kind of like tackling that mentality head on of just like okay like this person being nice to you doesn't fucking mean shit you know i mean it's Mm -hmm. like it's that isn't that isn't a uh that isn't like a satisfactory like okay this this person is this is good and incapable of doing anything wrong because they're nice to me it's like that doesn't mean that at the end of the day that doesn't really mean anything Mm -hmm. exactly so i don't know i think the song it's like I and, the, and I feel like it'll be this kind of same thing with you know cut my losses and no tap apology. It's like there are going to be people that really appreciate that you know something like that is being talked about in a song, and then people that don't think it's appropriate at all. But I don't know. I mean, for better or for worse, it's like I do think that these kinds of conversations need to happen mm-hmm. and still need to happen. It's like I feel like we need to be pushing you know. Uh, pushing forward of like what's acceptable like what kind of like these mindsets and these attitudes that people have about these kinds of things like I don't think that you know someone being nice to you is like nice isn't enough really you know and that's like that sounds kind of shitty and negative but it's like I don't know someone someone being nice to you doesn't exclude them from being capable of doing bad things exactly yeah. So I don't know. It's it's kind of it, like like you said, it's very heavy mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. But I feel like there is a big conversation to be had around that. And I don't know. I I I just know there's gonna be a lot of people that don't like it. But I don't yeah, know. I'm I we wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't be like standing behind it and wanting to put this out if I didn't think it was important. Mm-hmm. And like the the world that we're currently living in, it it these conversations have to be had whether people exactly. like it or not. Yeah. So, not enough people are talking about it, like in in their lyrics and everything. So I'm glad that you are. Not only that, but not enough people are talking about it, and like just in general, people talk about shit in passing. But it's like really like I don't know. I feel like you can you can say shit all day, but like when when you're, I feel like how do I put this? It's like, you can, you can talk about something, you can, you can talk about something all day, but it's like really at the end of the day, if you're, if there's no like actual sort of attitude shift about something, if it's like, okay, this uh, mentality of like, 
that you know what we've talked about it's like accepting that uh just for what it is at face value it's like we can't be like just accepting that anymore it's just like uh you know it's like okay this person's nice so they just have a blank check with my trust written all over it Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i completely agree (laughs) um i don't know how to shift from this topic to the next question (laughs) so i'm just gonna go ahead (laughs) yeah just just go for it um so what song off this ep took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite okay um that's a that's a good question thank you i would say that uh well ironically enough as we were just talking about cool to me (laughs) cool to me was actually the one that i wrote the quickest because it just really yeah like that one just so i guess the kind of flip of your question the one that took the longest right was not cool to me Um, okay cool to me just like exploded out of me it was like the the riff came together super quickly and then Mm -hmm. i was like had been thinking of wanting you know wanting to talk about that shit in a song so i was just like okay like and just wrote it and it just came out so that was not that was the song that took the shortest to write i guess let me wait so how long did it take was that like a day a week a day a day yeah like wow i mean it was like i mean like let me think Mm -hmm. because like i wrote i wrote like the I wrote the the guitar riff for it. I wrote when I was like changing my strings on my uh, lightning guitar because like I was bending the whammy bar to like stretch the strings out. Mm-hmm. So like I was playing. It's you know like the bendy riff of it, which it, I feel like for anyone for anyone that's gonna be listening listening before you know that hasn't heard the song. Uh, yeah. Very like no context. It's very confusing. But this the riff is just like this weird bendy sounding riff um just distorted bendy goodness but um mm-hmm. but i came up with that riff because i was just like stretching my strings i was like oh that's cool and then i was just like toying around with it and i was like oh that's fun like i i, I like that i'm gonna roll with that idea and then i was like just playing that over and over again and then i thought like okay like i could throw these two chords in for like a short little chorus and then mm-hmm. and then really just the refrain the the refrain of it really is just like you know the he's always been cool to me line and it's like that's like the one melodic sense of the song where it's like that's like the 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 chorus if you will but but it's like starts and ends before you know it's like just like Mm -hmm. a one-liner chorus Mm -hmm. but yeah i'd say that that song i i wrote like in in a day like i wrote the guitar yeah i wrote the song on on guitar and then wrote the lyrics like let me think well i wrote i wrote the song wrote the guitar part during the day and then i like fell asleep that night and then woke up and wrote the lyrics okay wow but um let me think the song that took the longest longest right was probably leap year because i'd been toying with that the main chorus idea the chord progression for a long time Mm. um so that one took a while because it just sat like half completed for a while and then i merged it with a different idea that i had that was like i was originally thinking was going to be the start of another song Mm. but then i adjusted that idea into the key of leap year and then merged it with it and then turned that beginning of that song into the bridge of uh leap year so that one took the longest to write because for a while it just kind of i was like okay this has something missing from it it has like a missing piece but i can't figure it out out what and i and i knew i was like okay i have strong verses and and the chorus is strong for this but i was like it needs like a strong bridge and i didn't have that yet and so like i was like does this song need a strong bridge does it can it just be you know verses and choruses but then i was and then that came to me and i was like oh there it is there's the strong bridge and like Mm -hmm. kind of like inserted that in there it worked really well and then the second half of the bridge is like a different another idea so it's kind of like a hodgepodge of a few different ideas that i just kind of adjusted and like warped to create this frankenstein song um but yeah that one took the longest wow and your favorite on the ep Mm -hmm. i'd say yeah it's my favorite in 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 structure because 
it came a long way and it was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I fucking did it. I pulled it off. I yeah. wrangled all these ideas together. So I think I have some sentimental uh, attachment to that. Cause it's like, damn, that, that song felt like a big puzzle and I, and I actually completed it. Hell yeah, yeah. You did it. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you were creating the CP? When we were recording the EP? Yeah. Writing it, um, recording it, everything. Well, so we did the, the first session that we did where we recorded most of it was um, last summer. And uh, it was just me and Adam, actually, because Logan wasn't, like, officially in the band yet. And Ty wasn't able to make it to those sessions, like, last minute um, because of work complications. So me and Adam just went and recorded most of it. And then I recorded, like, placeholder guitar parts for you know what ty was kind of playing but like Mm -hmm. not recording his parts for him but just kind of laying something down um but my headspace uh was basically just like i don't know like going to uh we were in new jersey and there wasn't anything to do because everything was still very shut down so Mm -hmm. i was just kind of like weren't you at barbershop studios too yeah, yeah, which is in the middle of that. nowhere to begin with. Yeah, so it's like we recorded that there, and then we finished it in Toledo, actually, like uh-huh. last Ow. November. So, um, it, it, I, I don't, I can't say for sure if there was like one uh, cohesive, unified headspace for the whole thing, but I, I mean, really, a common thread between the two of them was just, uh, I don't know, not wanting to get COVID. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's yeah, good. so that that was my that was my headspace. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, so we had a Dude. COVID scare. Oh, we had a COVID scare after uh, when we finished recording it in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, none of us none of us had it. All right. Good. Okay. Good. Let's keep yeah. it that way. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Definitely. Let's keep that yeah. synergy going through tour. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they put on some headphones, turn off the lights, just kind of sit with it? Should they play it in the car with some friends? Should they blast it at a party? What oh, do you recommend? A, that's a really good question. I, um, Thank you. Hmm. I, off the top of my head, thinking about it, uh, I feel like I feel like most, I don't know, most people in bands would be like, oh yeah, put on like the nicest pair of headphones and you know really sit with it and listen i'm like i don't know i think that i think this is a very high energy mm-hmm. ep i think uh if if i was not in heart attack man and wanted to be told how to listen to this for the first time i think listening to it in a car would be cool mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. driving around turn it like really loud i think would would probably be the coolest so i'll go with that all right is this in the morning midday night Night. is it raining snowing okay (laughs) um uh i'd say at night uh just a pretty pretty clear night not raining or Mm -hmm. snowing or anything because you gotta you know you gotta focus on being a safe driver Mm -hmm. definitely that's important definitely not speeding Mm -hmm. Um, but also being able to like enjoy the ep yeah mm-hmm. i think i think a I, f- I think a night drive with it would be would be a cool first listen okay mm-hmm. for sure well I, I listened to it driving home from school and my only gripe is that it wasn't long enough to get me through the entire drive mm-hmm. so I'm i sat sorry. in silence for about five minutes yeah. well, <laughs> well, next time next time i'll next time we do an ep i'll make sure it's like five minutes longer perfect Uh, Uh, speaking of making it longer i'm sorry are there any b-sides by any chance because it is a short ep and i would like more kind of uh well so i guess from the the recording sessions that we did um so i i old enough to die which we released a couple months ago that mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say that that was like a B side, but like we were we originally were like thinking of having old enough to die on the EP, oh. but then as we like 
really got into it more and like we're listening to it we're like we just kind of realized we're like this song just kind of doesn't fit and it's like Mm -hmm. but we didn't want it to be viewed as a b-side you know i mean where it's like okay the ep's out and six months later be like here's this song that wasn't good enough to make it on the ep (laughs) yeah pleasure like you know it's I, i we didn't want it to be like an afterthought to the ep so that's why we released it before as as its own single because it wanted to have its own moment to shine mm-hmm. but so but like yeah I mean, that was that song came from the same sessions and isn't on the ep so i guess like kind of that but there's a yeah there's like a couple couple other ideas that like were uh a couple other ideas that weren't like fully completed that you know will uh develop more down the line but you know, we kind of, there, there's, there's this one song that I've, uh, developed a bit more since that, like, the instrumental is really cool, but I, I want to make some changes to it now, but, like, we have, like, this instrumental that I've been working with that I mm-hmm. really like, it's, like, really fun, really upbeat, and, uh, the whole reason I didn't, like, I don't know, I had some, like, melodies in mind for when we were recording it, but, like, I didn't have lyrics yet, so I didn't want to rush it, but, yeah, yeah, there's there's some stuff that like I don't know. There there's some some ideas floating around floating okay. around there from from those sessions. All right. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see that on the next drop. Yeah. Album. Yeah. Uh, Album, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this question should be I don't I don't know what like you got to uh figure out the next move, you know, okay. like, like what's doing this EP like whether the move is like an album next or another EP or like a bunch of singles or something. I don't know. Like we got to mm-hmm. figure that out. Okay. Yeah. Definitely take time when the EP drops, yeah. you know, bask in it, you know, be like, yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it. Don't, don't rush along to the next thing, please. Just take, oh, yeah, no, take your time. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I like, and I get, I get when bands are like excited to, you know, just keep rolling and keep releasing mm-hmm. new stuff and like ru- kind of rush it. But like, yeah. I don't want to rush it. It's like, I do want to be, I do want to like, I don't want to release this and be like, okay, see you all in like, you know, two or three years. Yeah. Like I want to, I still want to, I want to like, I don't like the, that model of re- release schedules like that where it's like, okay, you know, you, uh, release an album every two or three years or something mm-hmm. or four or five depending on who okay. you are i don't know yeah let's not do that yeah no i don't i i hate that like i okay, want to be more active okay <laughs> okay cool That's um good. so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this ep in three words for new listeners no more no less wait describe it in three words yes mm-hmm. um three words thoughts and prayers cheap no okay. denied try again um, uh heavy <laughs> okay fun okay um kick ass okay perfect it's a compound word yeah, yes it is word. it okay. is it is perfect uh so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this ep to invoke in your listeners um i i no, no I don't know. I, I'm not. I, yeah, that's good. If, if I I want the I want our our fans to get what I don't know. I want them to find their own shit in there. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be like okay, here's here's how uh, I I here's how I want you to listen to our music. Now follow yeah. my commands. You know, it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I I am a firm believer in like you know if you're an artist or in any capacity if you're putting things out into the world anything creative any work like that if you're putting that out in the world once it's out that's kind of like that that's it like you know mm-hmm. i think to you you got to put it out there and that's the beauty of it is that you can put it out there and people can do with it whatever the hell they want and that's like part of this magical exchange that we're that we're all you know participating in but it's like I I am a firm believer in just kind of putting shit out there and just being like, okay, you you know, you do with it what you want and identify with it how you want and like if this means this to you, then that's what it means. You know, it's like it, 
the, my, the songs that I write mean what they mean to me, but that doesn't mean I want them. I don't think it's fair to be like, this is what it means to me. So it has to mean this for everyone. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's like people get very literal with shit a lot, like especially music. And it's like, I don't think that uh, there, there needs to be more uh, room for interpretation and imagination and shit. And like, I think that, uh, I don't know. I want our fans to just, I just want them to rock with it. And have a good time and you know if, if if there's shit that they pick up on there where they're like oh this means this to me then like that then roll with it you know it's like mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I am a big believer in that all right that's good i like that uh so what band artists influence you thinking and hear the most on this ep if any um i did i did i recently kind of made this uh inspiration playlist of sorts that Mm -hmm. kind of like broke down um broke down some of the influences on some songs and it's just kind of like all over the place like i don't know i I, i'd say uh everything from like shit i like i was definitely influenced a lot by uh I was influenced more by corn on this than like stuff in our past, like corn, Pantera, uh, Beastie Boys. Um, I don't know. Like, it sounds crazy. Just say, it, it sounds like I'm just listing bands. You know, I'm like, yeah, corn, oh, Pantera, Beastie Boys, uh, Beastie Boys. Okay. Whole Surfers, Beck, Motion City Soundtrack, Sum oh, 41. Like, mm-hmm. it just sounds like nonsense, but. The, the, those are all those all kind of played in you know uh played an influence in in these songs so i don't know it's just like i listen to everything like mm-hmm. I, there's there's not i don't know I, there's not one type of music that i i don't believe in like swearing off something where i'm like oh yeah i don't listen to this i'm like if it's good it's good like I don't yeah care. um follow-up question do you listen yeah. to limp biscuit I knew it. Do you listen to Limp Biscuit? Of course I do. They're one of my all-time favorite bands. All right, as they should be. Favorite album because we're Limp Biscuit stands. Okay, uh, my favorite is Chocolate Starfish. Glory called it. Shut up! I said that. (laughs) I said that. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that's my my favorite. favorite. That's the most sentimental for me. Like, I uh, that was like the first uh, when I was uh, I've told this story before, but like um, when I was when I was a kid, um, like a little, little ass kid, I'd play, Oh, I played hockey all growing up. But when I was like really little in 2000, um, so I was like seven or eight, but like, uh, I was, I was, I played youth hockey and my dad bought me uh chocolate starfish on CD and he bought, you know, the uncensored version. He didn't know how crazy it was. But yeah. so, like, we were on my way, we were on the way to a hockey game early in the morning. Um, and he p- throws on the CD, and then the song Hot Dog came on after mm-hmm. the intro. But the song Hot Dog came on, it's just fuck like a million times. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I was laughing my ass off. And, like, Such a good track. it was the first time where I'd, like, heard something that really, like, struck a chord with me. And I was like, damn, like, I don't know. I was like, like a seven-year-old hearing Limp Biscuit say fuck 50 times, you know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. like, that like changed my world. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Spoke to like, your soul. Yeah. And, and like, I remember it to this day that that was like, a, that's one of my most vivid childhood memories was listening to Limp Biscuit with my dad on the way to my hockey game. And he like turned it down at one point and he's like, Hey, uh, don't tell your mom I got you. <laughs> I like, okay. Yeah. And so he's like, when we get home, take the cd and like hide it in your room and and so i did and like of course you know but like that that was just i don't know like limp biscuit is uh one of my all-time favorite bands i'd say just in terms of like over the course of my life you know it's like i've always i've always there have been times where it's like you know i didn't like when i was you know like in high school i didn't listen to them as much but like I've always liked them and I've always like, it's always been like this thing for me. I'm like, yeah, like I, even at times where, you know, if I was like, kind of like, wasn't going to c- completely cop to it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like really into Limp Bizkit where it's kind of like, oh, that's super corny. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I've always like 
I've always fucked with them. And it's like, there've been times where like, I don't know, I haven't been where I wouldn't when I, like in high school, particularly when I was like super into just like old school, hardcore punk stuff where I was like, Oh yeah. I, I've only listened to fucking minor threat and black flag and millions mm-hmm. of dead cops and you know, all this old school punk stuff. And like, I listen to this and all that shit I used to listen to, like, you know, corn and disturbed yeah. and god smack mm-hmm. and limp biscuit like that shit's lame that's corny but like i i still i still always fucked with the biscuit as you should yeah good but, good yeah they're they're one of my all-time favorites i still haven't seen them yet but i haven't either yeah. i have an no, awful I, story i am so fucking hyped on the new song dad yeah it's yeah like, it's good. so hard it's so it's good so, it's like they didn't miss a beat. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. still it's it's so interesting to me because it still sounds so distinctly Limp Biscuit, yeah. but it doesn't sound like they're trying to like be Limp Biscuit. You know, it uh-huh. doesn't sound mm-hmm. like it doesn't sound like they're like okay, let's phone in this Limp Biscuit sound and just churn out a song for you know. It's like they don't need to make another song in their lives. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, but like it comes off as very uniquely like of its own thing to me and i respect it heavily because it's like i get the same sense with that song that i get from like bands uh like failure and swerve driver that are like you know bands that were released their sort of seminal works in the 90s that people shit that people know them the most for in the 90s and then they kind of went away for a while and then came back and now it's Mm -hmm. like failure really has released you know incredible music since they've been releasing music again and swerve driver same thing it's like i and it's very inspiring to me that it's like these bands you know uh are still got it and they're still releasing yeah. banger albums and i get the same sense with Limp biscuit that it's like they're they're still fully capable of uh writing absolute bangers and i really really look forward to whatever they're doing next like whatever oh, they got up their sleeve oh yeah, yeah. So and i can't wait for the album oh yeah Speaking of seeing Limp Biscuit live, now they they were supposed to go on tour this summer, and I had tickets to see them in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. the that was the night that they had canceled the tour. So I pulled up to the venue, was like waiting in line, like why is there no one else around? Yeah, you know, check my phone. They Damn. they canceled, so I was this close to seeing Limp Biscuit, but they That's just awesome. signed to some big booking agency, and the agency said that they're going on tour. So. Mm. I was gonna I was gonna see them at incarceration in Ohio um, last year, <clears throat> and that got canceled because of COVID. But like I was pumped because I was gonna see them, and I was going I was like getting into that festival because of a friend, so I was like gonna see them for free. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And I was so hyped, and it was like at this fucking like tattoo festival, like this tattoo music festival in Mansfield. So it's like. <laughs> an hour away i was like dude i'm 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 hyped because it's like i felt like i was like gonna be going on a an adventure Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah no it just wasn't wasn't that that unprecedented global pandemic yeah come on so annoying kind of shut down live music for like two years but god damn (laughs) that shit was not poggers no (laughs) poggers at all man Making you guys miss Limp Biscuit? It's yeah, dumb. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's the main reason I'm pissed. Yeah. It is. <laughs> as it should be, yeah. <laughs> um, so oh, what man. is your favorite memory that you've made while creating this EP? Favorite memory. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I I I just love going I mean, it sounds generic, but I mean really just any time that we've gone to the barbershop in New Jersey, it's like it's just mm-hmm. been a great time and it's like I don't know it's kind of just this indescribable indescribable magical sort of atmosphere so i don't know any just being there yeah good answer That's good. um so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice what's my snack of choice yes mm-hmm. probably just chips chips what, kind, what type of chips kettle cooked Ooh. As it should be. Those are those are the best. Yeah, they're like super crunchy. Sometimes they like hit your gum and it yeah. hurts, but it's yeah. like it's like a good hurt because it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's how you know it's good. I'm suffering. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. All right. 
Uh, so speaking of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would it be? <laughs> um. Uh. I don't know. But something. Let me think. Something. Well, Logan's not vegetarian or vegan, but I'd say something. Uh, I don't know, like a big fat veggie burrito or something. All right. Ooh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Only a few more left. I know we've been at this for almost an hour. Oh, oh God. Good. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize. <laughs> all good. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Oh, man. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. <laughs> Fair enough. Let alone the band. Um, who fucking knows? I, I, I like to think, um, I'll just manifest it that we'll just be on top of the fucking world and mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. Touring with Limp Biscuit. I was going to say the same three thing. Albums, Touring with Limp Three more Touring albums down. I'd say just, I'd, I'll just say doing what we do just on a bigger scale and just mm-hmm. continuing to uh, just do do our thing. I don't know. That, mm-hmm. that, that's the plan to just keep to just keep doing it. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun. If it if it stops being fun at any point in the next five years, you know we'll we'll stop. But as of right now, we're all on the same page. We're all still having fun. So, and there's still things that we want to do. So, um, whether whether or not we accomplish those in the next five years, we'll see. But who knows? Maybe 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 we won't be abandoned five years. But who knows? Fair enough. I don't. I don't know. As doom and gloom as that is, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I'm probably the last person who knows. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Six. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Wait, with a drink? With a drink. Don't forget the okay. drink. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Last meal. Um. <laughs> I've actually so I've actually watched a lot of you know you know those like videos that are like oh like famous uh death row last yep. meal. I've watched yep. a bunch of those videos but I don't think I've ever really thought about what my last meal would be. Oh, okay. come on. I haven't. I I don't know. Um I don't common pl- knowledge. I mean I don't plan on being on death row anytime soon so I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't really prepared for this hypothetical situation in my mind. Um uh I don't know. I'd maybe like like vegan pumpkin pancakes or something. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you know, it's, it's fall right now. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice season. I'm a basic mm-hmm. bitch. You know, I gotta, I'm on death row. I gotta get my pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Definitely. Of course, yeah. How you you had a drink that with down. that. Yeah. Oh, my drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd probably, I'd probably like, I'd probably drink some, something that would just like make me shit everywhere. So, when, <laughs> you know, when they're just handling my dead body, yeah, I can just stick it to them one more time. You know, just that 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 po- posthumous shit clearing mm-hmm. my bowels at yeah. death. So, anything prune juice, I don't know, something that'll just Ooh. make me. It's been me, yeah, been a long time since we've gotten a fuck the cops answer. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always. Um, Sounds good. So if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? A fiction world? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're living in a simulation, my friend. This is... <laughs> you got a point. We're in the fiction world. <laughs> you got a point. So right here. Right, okay. now, right here? Nothing okay. is real. Fair enough. All right. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? My favorite color? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna damn. <laughs> That's the most impo- important question I've ever been asked in my life. No, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I I appreciate you asking that because it, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. It's it's very it's beautifully simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say my favorite color. It's tough. I I fluctuate. Um, right now. I'd say gray. Ooh, okay. I like gray. that. I like gray. Mm-hmm. Are we talking like a dark gray, light gray? Heather gray. Heather gray. Like Ooh. lighter. Yeah. 
yeah, I guess heather gray isn't technically one color. It's like white mixed in kind of, you know, but like, I don't know, athletic gray, mm-hmm. like a lighter gray. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I get it. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, I, like, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that color. That's uh, a good color. So as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, No. New not EP. the EP, not <laughs> socials, the tour. Um, Anything else that's going on? No. no. Okay. No? All right. Perfect. All right. Uh, well, thank you for Snap. Oh, this has been of course. from Heart Attack Man, and we have been thank the Good Noise Podcast. Th- thank you for having me. Anytime. Of course. Excellent.